It's the Finnish Football Show. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, I'm joined again by Mark H. Hi, Mark. Hi. <laughs> by Rich. Hi, Rich. Hi, Mike. And by Kiko. Hi, Kiko. Hello. And we're bringing this to you just a, a, a day or two before uh, Finland's final two World Cup qualifying games. There's a away match at Bosnia-Herzegovina and then the home match against France, where, as we've already tantalised you within the last episode, the four of us are going to be together for the first time, ebbs, and we're going to be out for a few beers before the game and then heading up to the up to the game. So if you fancy meeting up with us before, if you haven't got a ticket even, come and meet us in the bar first. And uh, Sorry, Mark, what was that? Completely nude. Uh, I hope not before the game. <laughs> I, I don't mind cold. after. Exactly, very cold. Um, so let's let's crack on with it. Let's have a let's have a look at, at see what's going on. I, I tell you actually what is going on. Um, Keke, can you can you tell us a little bit about the the breaking news that that came out today about this away game in Bosnia Herzegovina? Yeah, well, unfortunately, it doesn't make for um, pretty reading or, or listening. I'm afraid there's a an escalating situation in in Bosnia Herzegovina with um, some some Serbian separatists from Republika Sporska who uh, are pushing for some more political influence or political power or or you know a, a, a separatist nation within Bosnia Herzegovina. I mean. Um, when I was there with with my mates and and the rest of the SME Corps for the uh, for the last Euro campaign, um, we we when we landed at, at Sarajevo Airport, you have to sort of drive through part of this Republika Sporska, and it's um, you certainly know you're going through it. It's um, there's there's flags all over the place, Serbian flags and all that sort of stuff. So um, I mean, you know, they they they've got their own their own culture and, and history and they're quite entitled to be proud of that but just for a, a place that is so as war and conflict so fresh in the memory I just I just hope and I can't believe that they're, they're, they're even choosing to sort of go down this road and I do I do sincerely hope that whatever the international community can do to to make sure that a, a conflict isn't where we end up is um is is sorted out, but yeah. Consequently, Hawkeye are in are in Italy, so they've um, they've jetted off to Rome to sort of uh, stretch their legs, have a bit of a, a training camp there. Because as it as it stands, you've got you know you've got um, the United Nations and uh, and UEFA and and all sorts of people like that keeping an eye on the situation and deciding. Whether or not at the end of the day, if this if this match is is able to go ahead, um, yeah, the, uh, the 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 Finnish Foreign Office are sort of advising against travel there. I know um, our mate Jussi Hartikainen has, has has commented and said, you know, there are some Finnish fans who who will be travelling. Um, they're currently unsure if the match does go ahead, even if they'll be allowed in the stadium, and. Uh, and I know that Yussi has been in touch with 
with UEFA to say, um, you know, he, he certainly thinks if the match does go ahead that that isn't fair and that Finnish fans who have travelled will should be should be admitted to the ground. So, yeah, it is a it is a breaking news story, and we'll obviously keep you updated across our across our socials as we get more news. But yeah, I hope the game is able to go ahead, and I hope that the people in Bosnia Herzegovina and the surrounding areas can can sort themselves out over a over a cup of coffee. I I will say now that before publishing this in uh, before the before the games, if there is any news. I will edit it into the recording now. Wiltshire here. So, as promised, here's your update. It seems the game is going ahead in Zenica, as advertised. Um, it's been announced that some of the Hukiat fans will be allowed in, uh, but nobody under seven. So if any kids were planning to travel, that won't be allowed. Uh, but it seems, fortunately at least for the time being, the political situation is okay and the game will be going ahead as planned. Okay, back to the show. Okay, good stuff. Thanks. But I can, but I can also say that uh, the the situation in Bosnia Herzegovina because of COVID anyway means that the, the likelihood of any away fans being let into the ground is really low. So they're uh, like... For those that have travelled, I think the general guidance is they won't get into the stadium when the game starts. And the general UEFA protocol for political unrest uh -huh, is to shift the match to a neutral venue with no fans. So if 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 it does kick off or or the situation is deemed to be unsafe, the first course isn't that they'd postpone it. It would be that they would shift it. So they'd probably move it over the border to either Italy's not a bad place, but Slovenia or Croatia or somewhere sort of not too far away, and they'd play in a neutral stadium. So we'll we'll keep we we'll keep up up with that. And I mean Ule wiley.fi is a good place to get Finnish news in English. I've put a link in the in the notes to the the story we're referring to today. So you know, keep keep your eyes peeled. Um, that said, we are expecting the game will be played somewhere. So let's have a look at the Hukiat squad for these two games. Um, we we exchanged a few messages when the squad was announced and. To my eyes, there weren't any huge surprises in there, but obviously there's always there's always a few sort of omissions or people people coming back. So um, let's go to you first, Mark. What what caught your eye? O'Shaughnessy and Urnan are back. I think we missed them uh, in the last the last uh, the last set of games. I think we looked we we weren't as solid defensively. I think we started to see a bit of the age in in. Um, Ioana Toivio and O'Shaughnessy, like we said uh, in the previous episode, um, that uh, he finished the season really strongly for Hoyiko in spite of the troubles in Europe. So it'll be good to see him. He'll probably fit straight back into the defence and uh, Urnen uh, come, coming back in at left back or left wing back. That should also give us, it'll probably put us back into that three at the back, sort of stable away from home formation where they uh, where they try to uh, you know block everybody off and hit on the counter. It's um, nice to see um, Alvin Granlund retain retain his place as well after he uh, after he made his way back into the squad. I thought he had a an absolutely cracking game last time out. So, um, so yeah, it's nice to see uh, nice to see Albin back in the squad as well. Yeah, I think I mean yeah, I've, we've talked about Nikolai Alho before. That I think he's a he's a good very good winger, and uh, I think he's still learning his trade at the at wing back or in his defensive positions. And Granlund's just a far safer pair of hands. 
Yeah, uh, Rich, was there anything with the squad that, that caught your eye? Um, I suppose in terms of caught my eye, I mean, Tim Sparve's still not back. He only played a few minutes here and there for Hoyiko. And, um, and you know, be- before the last squad, Riva said he wasn't fit enough. He's not match fit. He's not match sharp. He's not going to play. Um, what this means in the long run, who knows? Uh, Thomas Lamb has, has kept his place after his he was physically on the pitch against Ukraine. Um, leave it like that. Um, and I mean, Alicia Schuller's there. It's it's a fairly strong squad. Um, yeah, it's a shame uh, Johanny Oyela, who got his way back into the squad, he was injured for Motherwell uh, at the weekend. So Miro Tenho of Hoyuko has, uh, has been called up as a replacement, which is nice to see that Rive's using domestic-based players, you know, albeit as backup, and he's unlikely to feature, but still it's... Uh, it's nice to see. Um, that's about as strong as a squad as we're going to get. You've got players in in a little bit of form. Robin Ludd is still scoring goals in, in MLS. Uh, Puki finally got another goal for Norwich, which uh, got their manager sacked somehow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they won a game, but too little, too late. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Puki's um, getting his uh, scoring boots just in time. But um, yeah, it's um, so it'd be interesting to see. Is um, you know we. we we talked about before we're in a position where Finland have this playoff place in their own hands. Um, if they, if they beat Bosnia on Saturday, then they go into the game against France, you know, world champions, um, beating them last year. And, um, yeah, I mean, basically Finland win both the games. They, they come second in the group, uh, on Saturday, then you know, it's, it's very much in their hands, but we'll see what happens with the other fixtures as well. After the game, against Bosnia we'll know a little bit more um, going into the final round but to get to this position in this group I mean we, we had a couple of disappointments particularly the Ukraine game but you know getting to the final two matches and still having a shot a decent shot at second place in the group is uh, yes yeah, still despite the, the downturn compared to the last campaign it's still um, pretty positive. And what, how do we feel about this the, the Bosnia game coming up obviously we played them back at the end of March it was a a 2-2 draw in the Olympia Stadion. I think previous away games have not not gone so well. Keke, did you say just now that this is the away game you went to? Yeah, yeah. I was I was there in in Zenica when um, we lost four one. It was um, I mean it was a great trip. It was a fantastic atmosphere. We all had a good time. But yeah, um, on that occasion, Hukiat didn't really didn't really show up. Bosnia just came out came out the traps you know, super quick. And before we knew it, we were a couple of goals down. Um, Joel Poy and Palo pulled one back, but yeah, we ended up losing 4-1. So it was a bit of a bit of a sting. But um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Tud just talked about Bosnia. It's it's come out today that Edin Dzeko is, um, has picked up an injury. So I don't know if that's him withdrawn from the squad or, or what uh, what the actual crack is there. But yeah, the uh, the news is that he's he's picked up an injury. So you know, obviously, they're one of their outstanding standout players, whatever you want to say. So, if you had, you know, obviously, you don't like to see players get injured, but if it's going to do us a favour, then yeah, we'll we'll take that. You mad? I mean, like a little bit of a knock for Jekyll right now. I I like I love seeing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, made me very happy. No, but it's yeah, um, nothing, yeah, nothing it was, terminal. Just something to to yeah. keep him out of the game on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, but they're, I mean, Bosnia, they're a, they're a team that's struggling. They're like, they, they haven't really, I mean, they, they hit their peak about 
six, six, seven years ago, something like that. And, and they've still got that same crop of players who are, who are, who are talented, but they're on the other side. Usually uh, they're on the, the other side of their career. They don't have a lot kind of coming through, uh, through the ranks. So you look at them and think it's always going to be hard to go away from home and, and pick something up. But I don't know. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. You know, this isn't, it's not a world beaten squad. I think, I think we're 60th in the FIFA rankings. These guys are 54, something like that. So they're, you know, they're there and thereabouts for where, for where we are in terms of their, their capability. And I think, um, I think Puki got his goal. Force, I mean, Force was, Puki against Force was actually the first time. When was the last time two Finns played each other yeah. in the Premier League? That would have been more than a decade oh, ago. Yeah. Enkelman, maybe. Uh, <laughs> they weren't. They weren't both on the pitch very long, though, were they? Uh, yeah, it was something so, like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. before. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, but 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 Forrest looked like he looks good at Brentford. He's still moving pretty well. I mean, he's he's sort of struggling for minutes and, op- and opportunities, but he's you know he seems hungry. So, so yeah, cross the fingers. I think I think we can get something there. I mean, yeah, a, a lot a lot of the squad a lot of the squad are playing well. I mean. Um, Niskanen's doing okay at Dundee United. He's yeah, um, he's Scotland playing well, him. as mm. um, as Rich said. Robin Ludd he scored last night or this morning when it, early hours of this morning for Minnesota United. He's um, he's playing well. Yeah, a, a, a lot of the squad. I mean, um, you had uh, Oni Valakari came up against Palos Harajuri in the in the Cypriot League. I think that was a day or two ago, but. Um, yeah, and Northeast uh, Ariuri's new side came out on top there. But yeah, but yeah, Valakari he's been he's been scoring in Cyprus. So um, yes, the, the lads the lads are in decent form. Um, Glenn Kamara he got he got a bit of a he got a rest. Um, uh, he was on the bench for Rangers the other the other day on uh, Sunday I think it was. Yeah, so um, he's he's had a little bit of a little bit of a rest. But um, Leo Weissman another one playing really well in Sweden. So um, yeah, I think you know we we we've definitely definitely got a chance. It's uh, I don't think they've got anything to be too too scared of if they if they play as well as they they can do. And um, yeah, we any, anything's possible. So the way the way the table sits at the moment, France are top with twelve points from six. Then Ukraine is second with nine points from seven. Finland are third, eight points from six. Bosnia fourth, seven points from six, and Kazakhstan bottom with three points from seven so if Finland beat Bosnia-Herzegovina then those two teams sit with uh, Finland on 11 points from seven and Bosnia and Bosnia-Herzegovina on still seven from seven so they're essentially out of the running um, and it's between then Finland and Ukraine I, I don't have it in front of me I'm sorry that who Ukraine are playing in their final game uh, I think they're playing Bosnia Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so it does. It, it, it's in Finland's hands to win those two games. It doesn't matter, then, does it? If they if they win the last two games, um, we assume that France will win their other game on Saturday. Um, I, I probably I guess, then I'm assuming against Kazakhstan. So yeah. Finland would finish on 14 points in second place behind France, finishing in 15 points. We can we can dream, can't we? We dare to yeah. dream. And then I wonder I wonder what uh, the Bosnian football show are making of that, because I think technically, I wonder if, if qualification is in their hands too, because they've yeah. got two home games. So they're playing Finland at home and Ukraine mm-hmm. at home. So I think if they win their two home games, 30. they get second. 
Yeah, that, I think that's well. fair. They, they, yeah. it, actually, for both teams, it's in their own hands. But, you know, mm. they've lost Edwin yeah. Dzeko. <laughs> but, but technically, I mean, if Kazakhstan come through for us, we could win the group. <laughs> wow, that would need some stars to align. That'd be pretty. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, just, come just, on, Kazakhstan. Just, just from a... Um, from a personal point of view, and this is a, uh, this is a, if, if you're listening, Rivek Anavar and the, the Hukiat squad, as we've, as we've said already, this is the first time that all four presenters at a finished football show are going to be in the same place at the same time. So to have something riding on this France game would be absolutely fantastic wouldn't for us. Just, yeah, so, wouldn't um, just, so yeah, yeah. Pull, it, pull it out of the bag for us on Saturday and, and make our, make our trip down to, Helsinki, um, a, a little bit more exciting. That'd be brilliant. Well, um, the France game is two years and one day after the Liechtenstein yeah. game where they qualified for Euro yeah. 2020. So it's um, and it's six years and it's six years that next week anyway. The, the anniversary of our first podcast. Yeah, so, uh, it, it's yeah, true. Momentous. It absolutely yeah. is momentous. Um, and. Keep in mind the jump to the pitch in the Olympia Stadium is probably about another. It's about another two meters yeah. compared, compared with the uh, broken the angles. Yeah, and there'll be a few broken <laughs> angles if Finland make it, and there's a pitch invasion there. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's true. Um, let's have a let's have a quick a quick little break, and while we do that, as we're on the theme of, Hukayat, um, I thought I'd just. And just just take you back to the to the the merch store and show you the the t-shirt that I will be wearing somewhere. I'm going to have a lot of layers on. I don't know how many of my team colours will be visible next Tuesday because it's going to be a bit parky, I reckon. Chilly, cold. Um, but the t-shirts the t-shirts are still there. Um, and there you go, nice close up of that that logo. It's a it's a thing of beauty, isn't it? Um, they're at full price at the moment, as as we've said in previous episodes, that the prices they do come up and down. So keep your keep your eyes open. Rich Rich often notices these things and tweets them out when there's a when there's a deal. But every every shirt that gets sold, it, it brings a little bit of something to the to the Finnish football show. And as you can see there, it's tpublic.com. Um, and then just search for Finnish football show. You'll you'll find us there. And uh, Rich, also the uh, buy me a coffee. I'd yeah, do that you can, uh, contribute to uh, the running costs of the podcast and not our bar bill. But uh, yeah, we've had some very generous donations over the over the last few months. Um, all gone, all gone down very smoothly. And thank you very much for those who have contributed. And I promise, I still haven't bought a new TV with the money from Yusuf from a couple of months ago. <laughs> It would have had to have been a fairly small TV, even though it was very generous. Yeah, I can watch it on my phone, on the watch. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, that's com slash FFS podcast. Um, before we stop the uh, the shilling, um, do we have another Sipuli this week? Um. Good God. Um... Let's let's scrap it. I'll, I'll edit it out, Mark. No worries. Don't worry. Hang on, hang on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> uh... 
<laughs> For those that are listening, Mark has referred to his copy of Oisuomion, the Oisuomion book, and he's currently thumbing there with a very thoughtful look on his face. And now we've he's just made... looking for his own name again. It, probably, I'm sure that page got the corner turned down. We have revolution, it's right yeah. here. Uh... <laughs> we've done that one before. Sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, uh, just while we while we've got a second, and uh... oh, you could have more than a second, KK. I think you can go for it. And while we while we're talking about, obviously, our, our, our focus at at the minute is on. Hawkey at and what those guys are up to in the next couple of days. But um, for those of for those of you who are interested in the women's game, the um, the Helmerich tickets for uh, Euro 2022 are um, are now on general sale. I believe there was um, some sort of early bird tickets for SMU Corps members, and um, yeah, and then uh, there was there's also the the UEFA ballot. But I think. Um, you can you can get some tickets now with a with a Helmerick code and and uh, get yourself get yourself tickets for the the matches in Milton Keynes there. So we'll uh, the we'll be going, won't we, Rich? Said, yeah, the Star Council said uh, was it come to Milton Keynes. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> where they fil- filmed Superman four and uh, have such abominations. So um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, unfortunately it's Milton Keynes where the last time I went to Milton Keynes to see Finland players racially abused. Um, <laughs> you you were. Well, I was I was called a Finnish C word. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, no, it's um, yeah. The tickets are on sale. I think because I think the ballot's still open for another ten days or well, whenever this goes out. Um, but yeah, if you can actually buy tickets for the Finland. I think they're in the Finland enclosure. I think Finland have got each team have got two thousand tickets for their own fans in the Milton Keynes Bowl Dome, whatever it's called, and. Oh. Uh, yeah. Can we can we stop saying that word as a as a Wimbledon Sorry. fan? The okay. talk of the thought of anyone having to go to Milton okay. Keynes and the fact that you two are going to go there three times in the space of ten days—it's just appalling. Well, I just love roundabouts and concrete cows. Yeah, well, then you go into the right yeah. place. Yeah, and franchise football clubs and soulless empty balls of a stadium but okay I, I made my point it won't it won't be empty that day it'll be full of a uh, lot of raucous finland fans won't it? well that's that's true but i i i would really I, I, it sounds silly but i would even if i was over there at that time i would have real difficulty bringing myself to go there and the fact that all three games are there it's gonna hurt yeah, my eyes just watching it on tv it's a weird one because i think um the, the other games in the group are being played at brentford so um, obviously, for, from our point of view, it's a little bit nearer. And I, I went to Brentford Stadium for the first time quite recently. It's a, an interesting stadium. It's but um, yeah, it's a it's, it's just nice to be there, isn't it? Yeah. I did also have um, the, the, to talk a little bit just as a reminder about the the Helmut World Cup qualifiers because we we covered the, the the past two matches and hopefully the listener. Uh, are liking these sort of shorter format shows where we get together soon after the game and just have a quick chat through what's been going on, trying to get them out quickly and keep them timely. Um, although, as we discussed before we recorded, uh, my brain seems to get wiped as soon as we talked about it. I've forgotten it. So that's why it's good to get it recorded quickly. Um, but on the 25th of November, so in about three weeks' time, um, Finland play away to Sweden, uh, Women's World Cup qualifier. 
uh, and it's uh, I think seven thirty kickoff in Finland. So um, that's another one that's worth watching. As we as we previously discussed, three games played by most of the teams in the group. Sweden are top with nine points. Finland second with six. Slovakia third with three points, and Republic of Ireland fourth with three points, but they played one game less. And Georgia bottom with no points. Um, Mark, you you went quiet apart from the sound of pages being vigorously thumbed. Yep. Did you find anything? Sundit. Sundit. Yep. And okay, please elucidate. What is sundit? Uh, Sundit are are uh, sarvisvoyat or uh, shin pads. Shin pads. Right. Okay. There you go. It's a bit, you know, on the spot, light and fast. I like it. Not quite, but Sundit. There you go. Works for me. Well done. Um, and and actually, while you, while you were doing that, we kind of talked our way through to the end of the show. So, <laughs> unless you've got anything to add about the helmet, I think we I think we covered where where things are at. And I whined about playing in Milton Keynes. And um, I mean, we might want to. So, I mean, I think based on Rich's story, we might want to put together a sort of guide for Finnish fans in British football stadiums. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. i think you know because i mean the plan is I've got if you get bit... abused give it some back that's my guy <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah well, he got reminded of his uh lack of jeans as well yeah <laughs> he had no trousers on either probably not half the time i finish them <laughs> uh, you mean some some content though mark for next for next year some some yeah, yeah. i mean because yeah i think it'd be a lot of families heading over and i mean yeah. i think I, I was planning to take the girls because uh, we probably I haven't been I haven't been back to the UK for ages, so I think I might I might take the girls over to see a couple of games, and if we do, then I'll have to prepare them in the same way that you know I was prepared by my parents going to the football in the eighties. That's it. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hear you're gonna hear some words. Guess a, set a keys in your hand, make them count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and there's the final whistle. So, Keke, you had a suggestion for following for this. For this Hukiat edition, yes, I did. Yeah, um, my suggestion for following was as as we touched on, Johanny Oyelo has um, has pulled out of the uh, the Hukiat squad um, to be replaced by Miro Tenho, fresh from his um, Vakehouse Liga winning heroics, um, and he's uh, he's over there on Instagram. So um, so yeah, get yourself over on Instagram and. Uh, as well as following the Finnish football show, you can follow um, new Hukiat squad member Miro Terha. So maybe um, he'll take us behind the scenes of his of his sort of call up to the to the squad. Let's see. Yeah, so uh, get yourself over there. Give Miro a follow. Give us a follow, and um, yeah, we'll keep you updated with what's happening across Finnish football. Yeah, we will. I, I've said this many times before, but Kekis. Um, Instagram page is 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 very good, and is a source of goal scorers and and just general news and bits and pieces from across the world of Finnish football. So uh, good on you, Keke. We've also got the Facebook page uh, where we share our content, and then the Facebook group where again we share stuff from around the, the stories from the world of Finnish football, um, and then the YouTube channel where you'll see this video and all the previous episodes as well uh, we've had one or two recently that have been 
audio only for boring technical reasons, but you certainly don't follow us to watch us. And if you do, it's yeah. a doctor. Yeah. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Explore Finland, although, you know, you'll probably get more out of me on, on Facebook if you want to find me on there. Um, Keke, where are you on Twitter? At Keke Mullari. Yeah, I shall be tweeting out as uh, you can watch me as I make my way over to Helsinki early on Tuesday morning. And Rich? Uh, at Escape to Swarmy, I'll be tweeting my way over to Finland a couple of hours afterwards. And you're you're travelling with a, with one of the uh, one of the listeners as well. Uh, yeah, Jamie, friend of the show, uh, fellow Finnish School of London parent. Okay. We, yeah, we're, we're travelling over. It wasn't planned. It happened to be on the same flight, but he's going to the game as well. So uh, yeah, we got to catch up. He was uh, a wearer of one of the Finnish football show T-shirts when we met to watch the was it Belgium game? Yes, the during the summer. Yeah, he wore his Ilves coloured. FFS shirt. So uh, good on you. So we've got one listener that will be there in the pub with us before the game. Anyway, that's that's something. Yes. Jamie, I'll have my uh, microphone out, ready to uh, get some words uh, of wisdom uh, from you. Uh, another British man with a Finnish wife. Yeah, another wow. one. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mark, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, at FC Swami. Very good. Good stuff. Thanks, everyone, for joining. And until the next episode, which will probably be a quick. Match report from Bosnia-Herzegovina, wherever the game is played. Um, thanks for listening. See you again. Bye, everyone. Hello.